This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of The Pride Has Spoken. My name is Matt Scott. I'm your host today and producing this series along with fellow RHAP podcaster Grace Leader, as well as the person you're going to hear from for a lot of this conversation, Evie Jagoda from Survivor 41, who is going to be leading us into conversations celebrating LGBTQ plus survivors. And we've already heard from the one and only Bryce Isaiah from Lear Satoris, from Zeke Smith, about their unique experiences, each of them, when it comes to not only their survivor experiences overall and their roles in this community, but also when it comes to queer representation. And so I am thrilled to introduce a couple of epic conversations with epic survivors to you today. The first is with Amy Cusack, who you know from Survivor Vanuatu, Season 9. You also know her from Survivor Micronesia, Fans vs. Favorites, Season 16. And the second is a conversation with Ty Trang from Survivor Koran. Brains versus Brawn versus Beauty. He is a beauty, but also brings the brains and the brawn. We love it. And also Survivor Game Changers. And I am just so excited to talk with both of them because they each occupy a unique place of being returning players from the queer community and providing that representation multiple times on multiple seasons. And, you know, there's also this interesting conversation about who between the Two of them had the first LGBTQ plus survivor kiss because 
as you'll hear in the conversation with Ty, his kiss with his husband, Mark, shout out to Mark, uh, was one of the first, it actually was the first LGBTQ plus survivor loved ones kiss. Easy for me to say. Um, but looking at Amy, she also had a kiss with her loved one at the time, and that wasn't shown on the show. And so we talk about that. Actually, Evie and, and Amy talk about that. And I think the beautiful thing is that we all as listeners, me and Grace, get to be along on the journey. And so I am thrilled for that. The other thing that means so much to me with Amy and with Ty is that each of them really take a chance in their interviews, take the opportunity in their interviews to talk about issues they care about and to use their platforms for good. Um, you know, when it comes to queer communities, we could talk about representation and we could talk about the challenges. But I think that's something that's so important is to just celebrate and recognize how much queer spaces and queer people have been on the forefront of creating positive change in the world. And I'm just going to name some names like Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Rivera, Harvey Milk, Edith Windsor, Laverne Cox, Lena Waithe. There are so many people in LGBTQ plus history in this community who've been responsible for facing injustice and for making our world a better place. And that's something that I, as a social impact storyteller, as an interviewer of Changemakers, am really thrilled to be able to celebrate because, you know, as a queer person and specifically as a young Black queer person, as a young Black queer man, I have found myself in many social change spaces and rooms where, unfortunately, I have been the only one of me in the room, whether the only Black person, only queer person, and definitely often the only Black and queer person. And just hearing from Amy about this I, this initiative to protect Patiki Bay, which she's so familiar with and focused on the little blue penguin habitat and hearing from Ty about the AIDS life cycle ride that he's been part of for so long and about the environment and about climate change and about the bees and just all these issues that touch my work so much is really inspiring because it shows that even in spaces where we might not be represented, where we might face microaggressions, where we might feel uncomfortable at times because of our identities, that we could still show up and make an impact. And that is so much of what Pride is all about. So I'm thrilled for you to hear these conversations. But before I get into them, I just want to encourage you to check out robhasawebsite.com slash pride shirt. More broadly, check out the Rob Has a Website shop, because if you get a shirt for the Pride Has Spoken, you could support this phenomenal phenomenal organization, Gender Benders, which is doing great work when it comes to supporting trans and gender nonconforming people in the southern U.S., where there is a ton of legislation, as Grace put it, that's working to really legislate trans people, gender nonconforming people out of existence. And we're not going to stand for that. Um, gender Benders does not stand for that. And they create a community and really a community that that uh, has a lot in common with Survivor. There's Camp GB. And so, you know, we really encourage you to, to if you're a Survivor fan, a queer Survivor fan, to stand with us, stand with Gender Benders, and get yourself a The Pride Has Spoken t-shirt, which you can do at robhaswebsite.com slash pride shirt. But that's enough for now. I'm excited for you to hear these conversations with Amy and Ty. 
Thanks for tuning in. And now, without further ado, let's hear from Evie and Amy. Okay. Wow. Um, I, uh, listeners to this podcast will know I am always excited, but it's hard to describe how absolutely excited I am today to welcome a very special guest to The Pride Has Spoken. She's truly a survivor, uh, truly a survivor LGBTQ icon. <laughs> um, I was just told that I can call her uh, a butchie, butch dyke homo. So let me please welcome the fantastic, the true survivor favorite, Amy Cusack, oh. to the podcast. Hello. Oh, hi, everybody. <clears throat> Kia ora. If we were in New Zealand, that's what I'd say. I'm really happy mm. to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, truly, 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 thank you so much. I mean, I think this is now the third episode of this podcast. And I think by now people realize this was just an excuse for me to get to talk to people that I've always wanted to talk to. (laughs) Um, And I mean, you're just so on the list. Like I, I, I can just viscerally remember the feeling when I was like, literally halfway through your season, uh, Survivor Vanuatu, and your girlfriend came out for the family visit. And I was just like, Oh my God, Amy's, Amy's one of us. This is amazing. Um, and uh, it, it's truly surreal that I'm talking to you now. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Well, I have to tell you that when I knew I was going to do this interview with you, because in New Zealand, we don't get all of the, um, we don't get to see everything. So I immediately was like, I have to watch the entire season. <laughs> my mom and dad and I watched your entire season. So You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sorry I didn't win. I tried, you know. No, I, tried I was hard. so proud of you, though. Your individual immunity was epic. I was just, those are Thank the you. hardest, too. So I was super proud. You Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, you know a thing or two about uh, about the immunity wins. So that's an honor. Thank you. <laughs> um. So I'd love to just kind of like start at the beginning a little bit. And like, I was, you know, I, I, so you watch my seasons, you know, I'm a huge nerd. So I obviously did a lot of homework uh, for this podcast. Um, And I did just like, I just was really trying to put myself into the time in which Survivor Vanuatu was filmed. So it was filmed in like 2003. Is that right? Or it aired in 2004. So I was guessing something in that time frame. Yeah, Um, or 20 years ago, it feels like. Yeah, exactly. But I was looking up, but you know, like what was what was representation like on TV in that time? And so like, you know, I think like the L word hadn't even come out yet. So this is like dark ages. Um, So I was really just wondering, like, what was that like for you knowing that you were going to be on TV? Like, was that, was, was that something you were excited about doing? Was it something you were nervous about doing? Just like, what were you feeling? You know, it's crazy because I didn't even think about it. Mm. I honestly didn't even think about it. And I think, being who I am and like people don't see me walking down the street and be like oh look at her she's a homo Mm -hmm. um unless I'm like holding my wife's hand and we're making out then maybe (laughs) but that's a giveaway normally yeah (laughs) but I've never even like thought of it I've just been really lucky that I haven't I haven't had a lot of adversity I mean going to Mm -hmm. Montana I've had a few times where felt like my life was in danger but um yeah, I didn't really think about it until actual the actual day that the episode aired where Chrissy and I were when we had our family visit and it was Thanksgiving Day mm. and we were at her family's house and she has six brothers and sisters, very religious family. Like I was the first person that she ever came out to. Um, wow. Like all of her other girlfriends had been her best friends. <laughs> and I 
Sadly, I'm sorry, mom and dad. I didn't care what they thought. I love them. <laughs> they either love me or they don't. Um, but I knew they'd love me. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't so, know either or they did know? My parents, yeah, they knew she was my girlfriend. They didn't approve. Like, they didn't approve. They wanted me to have a husband and kids and all that stuff. But that just wasn't happening. Um, but we were at Thanksgiving. My whole family, her whole family, not everyone in her family knew her grandparents were there. And we knew 20 million people were watching that episode. That's, that's so wild. That's day when everyone watched. And we're all just sitting there and we're watching the survivor. And it just happens. And I could feel like both of us are just sitting there and I could just feel the blood rushing through my body. Like, well, the whole family's going to know now. If they didn't know before, everyone's going to know now. And it was a huge buildup, too, because that was CBS had never shown two women kissing before. Wow. I kept getting all these things like, is it good? Because the the commercials, they would show us like, and then they'd cut. (laughs) And we're like, are they going to show it? Are they going to show it? So the previews were like. Coming up on Survivor, two mm-hmm. girls might kiss. Like, yeah. Was- oh, no, they, they milked the heck out of it, for sure. They and then they it. don't show it, right? And then they didn't show it. Yeah, they didn't show it. It was just like, we were anticipating and waiting and like, like come on. But now they didn't do it. Wow, that that's honestly crazy. And that is not something I had ever, you know, thought about. And I was, you know, reading things um, about the time. And I saw you said that, like, that Mark Burnett said uh, that the world's not ready for uh, two women kissing or whatever. But it, if you actually, people listening to this should go back and watch it. Cause it literally, look, I mean, you get the right before yeah, and the right like, after. And then they just, <laughs> Oh man, that's, that's so wild. So was that then, I guess some relief or disappointment or it was just still so much, I guess. Yeah. I just was, I wasn't attached. I would have been, awesome like how uh-huh. great would that have been for all of us but I wasn't attached to it either way I was just happy that we were watching it with our families and we were getting to have the experience together and that we won <laughs> yeah and then you yeah I, I had totally forgotten about that until I rewatched it that not only yeah not only does Christy come but then you play the challenge together which I feel like is one of the only times where the loved ones have done an immunity challenge with the survivors I know and then you two win and it's just like I mean could we be talking about something cooler during pride month I mean it's really cool (laughs) no it was it was epic I was so she's such a competitive athlete like she's still Mm. one of my really good friends and she's such a competitive athlete that I knew there was no way that she wouldn't give it everything and the two of us together it was just like inevitable and so when we got home I bought our Rolex I was like nice (laughs) nice well deserved well deserved (laughs) uh that that is so 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 cool and uh yes I know you live in New Zealand now so it's harder to watch Survivor but definitely on season 39 um Elaine and her now wife uh kiss at the family visit and it's good you know, well, I'm working good. my way backwards. So I've done 42 and 41. Nice. And I haven't seen 40 or 39 yet. Wait. Yeah. 40 or 39 yet. So I'm working. We're, we're working our way back. Except nice. I kind of skipped back to 33 because um, Ken came and he helped me do some tree trimming the other day. Ken from 33. Oh, no back. way. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to watch his now because I didn't see his. For <laughs> sure. Been gone for a while. So are you I'm, and Ken friends? That's so fun. Well, it's funny because I'd never actually met him before, mm-hmm. but he he had a little crush on one of my besties, Julie. Oh. I kind of met him that way and we became friends. He's a really nice guy and, and he lives right up the road. And I was like, 
hey, do you want to come help me trim trees at my mom's house? And he's like, sure, I've never met you, but why not? <laughs> That's so funny. Is there anybody that doesn't have a little crush on Julie Berry? I mean, come on. Seriously. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Everyone I know. Oh, um, my wife is actually here right now. She was going to pop out. and. Oh my gosh. Yeah, please. I would absolutely love that. And your wife yeah. is uh, Bianca. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she is Maori. She's indigenous from Aotearoa, which is the proper name for New Zealand. And she's just here visiting for two weeks. And I'm pretty stoked on that because I'm here for three months. And I'm like, how am I going to go three months without seeing you? But totally. She, she's she's actually working right now because she works for Forest and Bird in New Zealand. And she's all about protecting the environment. And and God, the, the Maori culture is just mind blowing. It's pretty much like all of the living species are your older brothers and sisters and you look after mm. them like their family and it's it's beautiful it's stunning so that's what she's working on so if she doesn't come out it's because she's like deep in conversation with a penguin specialist or with a department of conservation or somebody <laughs> for a really good reason we'll accept it yeah we'll accept exactly it. wow that's so cool i was actually going to ask you at the end i was like it's pride month so i'd love to hear a wonderful uh love story so I, I, how did you how did you two meet let's let's take a bianca tangent if okay. you're if you're open Ooh, to okay it. okay um i actually got asked to go to new zealand because i was in the craft beer industry and i went for a year and the place I was working at, she came in while I was working. And we immediately just like had a connection. And um, she asked me to go kayaking with her. Well, I didn't know like she has a kayaking business and she's an outdoors expert. <laughs> she like works with troubled teens and indigenous people from other countries doing outdoor exploration and takes teens from New Zealand around and does outdoor survival and stuff like that. I had no idea. So anyway, so cool. she asked me to go kayaking and it was like our first time hanging out and we take two kayaks out and she's like, oh, we're going to dive for Kenna, which is um, sea urchin. Well, she had no idea my background. <laughs> she had no <laughs> idea that I know how to free dive, no idea of that. So she takes me out and we have snorkels and we have bags and she's like, okay, I'm going to dive down and get some. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I just watched her once. And then so I started diving down and grabbing him and pulling him. And we were doing it with our bare hands. You just oh have God. to do it really gentle. And so I started pulling up Kenna's and putting him up in the kayak. And she just looked at me like, wait a second, a white girl from America <laughs> is like rocking, rocking the um, kayak gathering. So, um, yeah, it was pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, adoration. after that. Yeah. yeah. I looked That's... at her like, oh, my gosh. And she looked at me like, oh, my gosh. And we were married three months later. Wow. Uh, I love that. And how, how long ago was that? Six years ago. Nice. Nice. Well, congratulations. That's yeah. That, that, that story was everything I could have asked for. Thank you. <laughs> oh, to make it even better. Yeah. We didn't want a big wedding. We didn't tell anyone. My poor parents, they get shocked mm -hmm. on everything. Um, we hiked up to this really beautiful sacred place. Uh, we live on a little tiny island that has mm. 8,000 people, no McDonald's, no stoplights, no none of that. So we hiked up to the top of this mountain that has these huge boulders that um, were shot there by a volcano four million years ago. And it's the first place that you see sunrise. So she was wearing a traditional pew-pew, which is like a hand-woven grass skirt that, it's not grass, it's made out of flax or harakeke. And it's dyed, it's beautiful. And they're passed down generation, generation through generation. And she wore 
her family's. And then I wore just this beautiful dress that I found somewhere real quick. And we hiked up there at sunrise. And most of the ceremony was in Pereo Maori, which I didn't understand mm. any of it. But I was just like, sign me up, I'm in, whatever. <laughs> and we each had two people there. And we didn't tell anyone that we got married until the next day. Wow. Were people mad? I think so. But <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, how can you get mad yeah, at something so exactly. beautiful? It was, it was like a really beautiful day. It's the most beautiful wedding I've ever been to. I should show you. You want to see a picture? Yeah, that sounds beautiful. That sounds so beautiful. Yeah, it was it was absolutely stunning. And even the picture of my wedding, like I've never seen a picture. I maybe I'm biased. I'm probably biased. I mean, but it's you, if you're going to be biased about a wedding, it should be your own. You know, I think it that's, should be your own. All right. So, I'm very into this. Okay. Um, if right. you're only listening to the audio, this is why we do the YouTube also. Oh my God. I'm literally, that, this picture doesn't even look real. We've got like, so what time of day did you say this was? It was like sun, this is sunrise. Yeah. Sunrise. Uh, and it's just and like I can glowing send it to you and gorgeous. Later. Okay. Oh my God. Incredible. And, uh, there's one other one just in case you want to see something. Real. This is me and my flower girl oh, at sunrise. Wow. Literally, these are just the most gorgeous. These pictures look like paintings. Like they're just. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I love that for you. This makes me so happy. This is great. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> Congratulations again, man. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <sighs> okay. I guess I should ask you some survivor questions. Um, um, well, I guess. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, you didn't even think about it going into it that, you know, uh, that it was going to be this big thing of, like, you um, being on TV and, like, having your partner come on TV and everything. Um, and then... It was so interesting I, that also on your tribe, there's Scout, who also has a woman partner. Um, and it's just so funny because in watching the show, they never show you two talk about that ever or like anyone talk about it ever. Um, and I'm wondering, like, was that true to the experience I, or was there a lot that was left out? Um, I don't feel like Scout and I ever really 
talked about it. Like, cause to me, it's just not, it's not like a thing. It's just mm-hmm. like talking about my toes or talking about my ears. It's just part of me. And right. so talking about that with Scout, it was kind of awkward a little bit with a few players, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but not too but- much, but not too much. Like it never was, I never felt like, I felt amazing. I felt like I was really lucky. I'm going to try with all women and I mm-hmm. get along with all of them epically. And but I was, I felt super lucky that I ended up on a tribe of all women. And it, yeah, it wasn't really something that Scout and I talked about because Scout wasn't really like gung ho girls anyway. She was always working with Chris behind the scenes. She was always trying to like, double side double play thing so she wasn't just like girls strong she wanted to mix up the game so yeah it was never really a conversation I felt like Twyla was more like my homo bestie uh-huh. and she's not even so, <laughs> yeah. but I felt like she was yeah she you <laughs> so, know in, in spirit maybe in spirit yes definitely <laughs> she, she'd be okay with me saying that <laughs> okay good good you said it not me but yeah okay, as as, <laughs> um well yeah that's so interesting that's so interesting and you you said you just watched um like uh the season with ken and you there's that I've cool just moment. started oh you I've just started. started just first okay. season i mean first episode Okay, no spoilers then, but uh, there might be a scene where you get why I brought that up, but uh, okay. <laughs> I won't spoil it for you. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, that's, that's so interesting. So you didn't feel, uh, you two really didn't, it wasn't something you like bonded over or anything or or maybe uh, and no amount of like pressure maybe about it. Like, I don't know. I feel like I was talking to someone who was on a um, uh preview for my podcast with Ricard, which is coming out uh, in two weeks from now. Uh, and he was talking a little bit about feeling like pressure of like, do, should I work with the other LGBTQ players? Because otherwise people will be like mad at me. Like, so like nothing was nothing on that level, really. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. But I, I like saying that seeing some of the players since then, I can definitely see people that are part of that group. I um, are part of us. And I would have like, I definitely would have migrated towards you. Like, you right. and I would have definitely been working together. And there's, like, other people. But I think that's just personality more so totally. than, than anything else. It's just there's certain people that I really connect with and get. And, and I don't think it really has that much to do with it. It's just that some people you're just like, yep, those are my people. <laughs> totally. Uh, I feel extremely honored to be uh, counted among that. I I feel completely and I feel like that is what like on the one hand I'm like oh man I wish on some level I wish I like knew the whole time that Amy was like was one of us so that I could have been like like extra knowing that the whole time but on the other hand it was like you watch the show and it's just like Amy is like a badass survivor player and then it's just like oh by the way she has a girlfriend (laughs) Um, and I'm sure there was like a lot of people who maybe didn't who maybe didn't view themselves as like that okay with it who were just watching the show and rooting for you. And then they were like, okay, I get, you know, I'm already in. So, you know, here we go. <laughs> well, and I got a lot of like man hater and I got a lot of that stuff too, but it just comes with being in the public eye. I didn't, it didn't really affect me that much. It's just mm-hmm. like, you, at first you're just like, whoa, whoa, wait. And then you're like, wait, 20 million people watching you. At least 20 of them are going to have really horrible things. I mean, still to this day, I get every now and again, a death threat. I get that you should die, you should, and I'm just like, oh, you must be so bored, darling. You must be so very bored. (laughs) I mean, literally, like, let's get, that was 2004, people. Let's, let's move on, you know? Yeah. Um, 
Wow, that's why that's wild. Yeah. So do you do you think the man hater thing was was because you're like because you're a homo? Um or like you were no, also I think men because I was women. On, yeah. yeah, I was because I was on an all girls tribe and mm-hmm. I wanted all the girls to stick together. Like that was that seemed to make sense to me. So Right. It's a relatable, it's a relatable feeling for me. Um, <laughs> try to try to recreate that, you know, but it's hard. It's hard. It's to- not easy. <laughs> yeah, Twilight Scout bailed out and that was the end of that. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was epic while it lasted. It really was. And you know what? What a great twist. And it turned out Chris's wife got cancer right after that. Oh, it's I just didn't like know that. so perfect because. They definitely needed the money, I'm sure, with everything that they went through. And she's fine now and she's amazing. And yeah, it uh, all works out how it's supposed to. But it was really like, ah, oh, I, I should have at least yeah. been second. Like, yeah, the first you should have. You, yeah, you should have. Uh, that world would have been cool. <laughs> that world would have been cool. Chris it does great. exist That's- somewhere. It's like on the like multi-plane somewhere I want. So I'm celebrating somewhere else in another universe. I love it. I love it. And I'm there. We're having beers. It's great. (laughs) Um, But uh, I I was uh, I was interested to know, I think. uh, So then, you know, yeah, you didn't win, but you maybe even better than winning got to be a survivor favorite um, and uh, an official like, isn't that cool? You were an officially designated favorite. (laughs) I know. I know. I was I was a little shocked, but very honored. Yeah. And it was fun watching their faces when I walked out, like the, the um, fans' faces when I walked out. They were like, oh, God, not her. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did, they, did any of the fans express that to you or that was more uh, a visual? Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, um, oh, God, why can't I ever think of her name right now? Um, <sighs> Tracy or? No, no, not Tracy. I love Tracy. She's, why can't I think of her name right now? I spent the night on XL with her. Why can't I think of her oh, name? Oh, um, Kathy? Is that her Kathy. name? Kathy. Oh yes. my God. She was just like, I didn't like you. I didn't like you at all. I didn't like you. <laughs> wow. Well, that sounds like the Kathy we met on TV. So. Um, oh, she's awesome. She's yeah. a handful, but she's awesome. Yeah. No hate there. In fact, I don't think really anyone from that season Am I like ew? I think that's great. Everyone from that season, I I think are fabulous. And I was gonna say, and I and you got to be on with Eliza, who I, you two are still in touch, right? I love her. Yeah, I absolutely love Eliza. She's just next level. I can't even. What she's up to right now is the real deal. Hardware. It's the same stuff my wife's doing. It's the yeah. kind of stuff that's next level. Like people want to hate them for that you know what, well, what are you doing at that, 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 that level? Even if you don't agree with what she's saying, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing at that level? She is making a difference at a level that is far beyond what most people even could imagine doing. So I support her 100%. Always. Yeah, no, she, she's fantastic. And I, I got to meet her a few weeks ago. And I think, yeah, that, that's like really, I mean, what I'm trying to do here with this podcast and everything is just like really try to like bring representation and like have, you know, I think it's so special that we got to like be on this TV show and that people get to watch that and feel excited to see us and everything like that. And, but also like, I think it's really important to like try to translate that into as much good as you possibly can. Definitely. Um, and it's so cool that Eliza, you know, is one of those people that like is really like explicitly taking the platform and, you know, and also being a lawyer and, you know, all that. Um, 
and just really doing something with it. Because like, yeah, what's the point of getting death threats once every six months if you're not going to do something good also, you know? <laughs> totally. I think that's one of the greatest things about Survivor is the platform that we've been given to do charitable work and like have a voice to like do things that help other people and, and stand up for things that we believe in and raise money for kids that need help. And yeah, just all around, it's been, I feel like so lucky to be part of this family. And so many of the people that have been on the show have become my closest friends and like you can go anywhere. I've had people in in New Zealand on my little island, like Sabrina came to see me. Oh, cool. Ben Ray came to see me. Mikey B came to see me. Julie came to see me. Eliza, Leanne, um, Allie, uh, who like so many of the survivors. They're like, oh, I'm in New Zealand. I'll pop over and say hi to Amy while I'm here. It's like any one of the survivors that comes to New Zealand, you can call me and I'll show you. I'll take you around and and take you on an adventure and I love it so much because they're willing to do ridiculous things too <laughs> like let's go spend the night on the beach and build a fire and look for glow worms and watch the phosphorescence like only survivors are say yes to that right right oh that's so cool that's so cool I love that and I like I mean it's only been less than a year since uh my airing and like I really feel that and I I, I felt especially that like the LGBTQ players of all sorts like have just been so just nice to me. And um, it's really special. And I think like, you know, there's not that many of us, but there's more and more of us. And uh, it's just really cool to be able to have this community and connect to each other. And yeah, it's just special. I agree completely. (laughs) Uh, I love that. Um, I was wondering, like, so, uh, you know, you so you haven't kept up that much with the show, but I don't know if you know that I feel that like Survivor Vanuatu and like you especially like I don't know I feel like you've only rose in prominence um, over the years and like do you know that? Oh my gosh! So I was out at the first the first Friday downtown to see all my friends and yeah. out as like the first big gathering for Pride and there love it. We had about an hour where I just went around and talked to people that were on their own. I'm just like, hey, how are you? Hope you're having a great Pride. I just wanted to say hi. And, but there was a girl that was probably 22. Her name is Alexa. And she was standing by herself and she was just so adorable. And I walked up to her and I'm like, oh my God, I just have to tell you, you, if I had a daughter, you'd be her. Just you over here in your cute little ridiculous outfit. You look amazing. You just look happy. And, and she goes, oh, she goes, you look so familiar to me. That's weird. And I go, well, you look like you could be my daughter. And she's like, no, I've seen you before. And I was like, oh, here we go. here we go (laughs) because that that doesn't I mean it used to happen all the time and now it's just like every now and again and I go well it could be from like 20 years ago and I go (laughs) I did Survivor forever ago and she's like oh my god that's it I've seen every Survivor three times and blah 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 totally no she's like get on my picture she got so excited Uh, now we're friends on Instagram and we're gonna go have lunch together and yeah I love that so yeah I love that having having them at full access on tv now yes definitely definitely people yes yes and I really I just like really feel like you as like a strong woman like uh like player like I just I really feel like that speaks a lot to people and like we were in this desert for like almost uh like for like over the course from like 30 to 40 until from 30 to 40, there were only, I think, two women winners or one or I don't know. People in the chat are yeah. going to be mad at me. Um, but, uh, you know, and like 
we needed that archetype. And like, it was so fun to always go watch, go back and like, look at your seasons. Like there's going to be, you know, there's going to be other strong, strong players like that. And so like, I, I mean, there's even, I think at this time, according to Twitter, there is a podcast being created called Stan Awatu. Like uh, they stan it, which means like, you know, they love it so much. I don't know if that, that lingo made it to New Zealand. So um, I just want you to know, like the, the impact is like long and deep. And like, I mean, as someone who was very like, just it really was really special for me. I just I just hope you know that that like Thank going out you. there and like doing that is huge. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a really amazing experience. And I definitely gave it all I had. And what's really cool is four years ago, I think it was for my birthday, Bianca took me back to um, back to Vanuatu and back to the beach where we slept every night. Wow. While we were there, the tribe that owns the land where we were, one of the um, women from that tribe, Lily, she was like, we had to take a four wheel drive truck and hike. And like, it was not easy to get to. And we got there and there's Lily. And I remember, I don't know where she saw me. Or no, maybe it was in in Ponderosa or something. I'd seen her. I was never allowed to talk to her, but I'd seen her. And she remembered me. She goes, oh. Blue bikini. I remember you. Blue bikini. And she was carrying bananas, coconuts, and a crab. Oh, Oh no, she didn't have the crab. She didn't have the crab. She was carrying bananas, coconuts, and manioc, which is what we ate. And I found a crab, like, as we were going, as we were walking to her. And I'm like, oh, Lily, a crab. And she's like, and she all of a sudden wrapped it up. And I was like, God, I wish I could have done that on Survivor. I wasn't like (laughs) Yeah. But she just wrapped it up and everything. And then we gave her a ride back to her house, which was like, a 20 minute ride. She was going to carry all this stuff on her back. Wow. And it was just so cool talking to her. And she remembered all of us and it was right there on that land, but it was so surreal going back. And, and I went back on the same boat that we were brought in on. And I stayed, I went back out to Ponderosa and saw Ponderosa again. And it's exactly the same. It's creepy. That's so crazy. Yeah. Wow. And so has a huge place in my heart and like meeting yeah. da I don't remember if you remember da who who was our reward guy that I just connected with so deeply he was so I cried when he left yeah and he gave me his necklace when he left and it was just I learned so much from him and it was so cool just experiencing the culture those people are beautiful so Vanuatu was really special to me as well that's that is so so cool. So that so people like living there could actually see like the game happening or I guess yeah well, it was their family land. So right, right. in Vanuatu, your family has a certain area that's yours. And that's where you grow your coconuts, where you grow your manioc, where you and and we were on their land. So they would see us going out. I mean, they could creep around in the bushes where we weren't allowed to go and, and right. watch us, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I know wow. that they definitely saw us more than we saw them and and coming in and out um, for for challenges and stuff or for tribal council. I'm sure they saw us. That that's so so wild. Well, uh, I was wondering. So like so now, and and your wife is Maori and everything. Like has um, like I don't know. Do you think any differently about like the way that Survivor interacted with these like local people in these uh, experiences? Like now that uh, I don't know. Now that it's been some years. Um. Well, actually, I thought it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. Like the night we got to spend with the tribe. It yeah. was. It was really interesting, like how, from my perspective, sexist it was. 
Mm-hmm. And like the women weren't allowed to drink kava. So they had to take us out into the forest and make a special circle for us. And we had to drink kava behind closed doors and not behind closed doors, like in the middle of the jungle, but where no one could see us. So that was really like we sat in Eliza and I sat in the kitchen with the women and the kitchen was like dirt floors and open windows. And so that was weird. But I think the interaction was beautiful. I think it was actually really, really beautiful and so special. We were so far away from anyone or anything. And when they asked Eliza and I to stay forever, I just was like, well, can I? I mean, <laughs> CBS, can I? But right. maybe I'll come back after I win the million. But it was right. just, I think that was the most special because you can't buy that experience. Totally. There's, no, your million dollars can't buy you that experience. You could pay to do it. But we were really, I really felt like we were part of them for that night. Like they That's really so welcomed cool. us and singing and dancing by the fire. It was magical. Yeah. That's so cool. And then to get to go back, like that's, that's really wild and cool. And with Bianca, that's, uh, yeah. that's, yeah, that's really cool. Has she seen it? Has she watched Survivor? Um, she watched my first season. Yeah. I told her not to watch the second season. <laughs> it's not, I it's not all of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the, all the best all-stars, you know, it's, it's hard to come back a second time, you know? Yeah. I, I, I definitely wish I could do it over, but you know, mm. we all do. We all are like, Oh my gosh, what if I just would have, could have, should have. Yeah. yeah. But Did you feel, it. yeah. Cause ultimately that season ends with a, you know, a badass women's Alliance. Uh, how did you feel like that? That was still the outcome, even though uh, you didn't get to be a part of it. Well, I wasn't happy at all. I could care less <laughs> with all girls. It, yeah, cares. Right. it wasn't us. It wasn't right. me and Eliza and the people I wanted to win. I mean, God right. bless poverty, but no, I could care less. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. No, I and it's wanted, very, I, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I just it's very funny because I was thinking about because also because your season was men versus women and there had been men versus women before that on season six. And I don't know if you've ever seen that season, but it's way more like horny and like like way more like girls you know women taking their tops off for peanut butter and chocolate and like oh, there's yeah, just like, Amber and yeah 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 or um jenna and jenna, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and uh it's just funny how that didn't that what didn't seem to be a huge element in vanuatu um well it was oh, i guess with just, julie you just and... didn't see it all <laughs> gotcha. i mean do you remember all the girls painting me like i went and painted all the girls singly or yeah. like and then all of a sudden they're all painting me and i was just like <laughs> this is magic I love it. okay obsessed with that <laughs> yeah no I think it, it it was it just wasn't like it wasn't for the public like we were having our own fun doing our own thing it wasn't it wasn't like Julie yeah Julie was doing some gameplay but I think we were just having fun we played mermaids all the time like we would go out and play mermaids they didn't show that they didn't mm-hmm. show a lot of our fun stuff what does playing mermaids entail Oh, it means going into the ocean and picking the color of your tail and swimming and diving and playing in the water and having seaweed on us. And we just had fun. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the thing. They never show all the fun, right? Because I guess that's not good TV, but no, no, they don't show all the fun. But I mean, how could they? They, There's so much to pack into 45 minutes. Like every three days is 45 minutes. Like, how do you how do you pack it all in? Like, I wish they could. That would be so amazing. But no. Totally. 
Is there anything else from your from either of your survivor experiences that uh, that didn't make it that you would have wished it? Mm. No, Ozzy and I had a lot of fun. Like Ozzy and I had a lot of fun going diving and stuff. We spent a lot of time going out and looking for clams and and getting them. We got one that was so big we had to take the the lifesaver circle thing and we had to both push it down and get the clam on on top of it and like lift it up together. Wow. Um, and they did show Sari and I going out and finding crabs and they put psycho music behind it. Do, do you remember that? <laughs> I so don't. Me and Sari with machetes in a bag. Like we brought home 10 giant land like rock crabs. These oh they were so good. But like we're going out you had to go at sunrise and we we're going out and like you had to stick them through the middle with the machete and they put psycho music behind scary that. women like, killing yeah, crabs like, what the hell? we're just hunting for food you weirdo <laughs> but when ozzy alone goes he gets majestic yeah yeah i don't know if you saw that ozzy recently came out on twitter as bisexual and has yes, been like it, it's amazing and i just uh it, it doesn't i really had never thought about Ozzy too much uh, as like someone that I would connect to as a survivor player, but he just did an amazing interview about it with uh, Bryce Isaiah and like, he's so cool. And so like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all that you two uh, hit it off. Yeah. He was one of my very favorite to this day. He said his biggest regret is voting me out. I, my heart was broken. when he voted me out. I was like, seriously, Ozzy, like you've taken me in the forest and shown me where your hidden immunity idol is. We've gone diving together all the time and you pick Eric over me. Like what the actual hell, but and like, I'm if, so sorry. And if they had just voted out Eric, then we could have saved him from, you know, from from, from his... embarrassing himself beyond <laughs> <Yeah>. belief. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it happens. Oh, but I love that. I love that. And I could totally, totally see you two uh, out there getting the world's largest clams or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, he was fun. I really liked playing with Ozzy. That's awesome. Um, Well, I don't want to take too much of your time, but I really just want to tell you, like, just from the bottom of my heart, like, you really, 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 like, inspired me a lot. And uh, I was so happy to get to watch you on TV. And there still has not been a not straight, openly straight, not straight woman winning the show. And uh, we got to change that. Um, Yeah. But, uh, like, seriously, 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 thank you for existing. And, like, the impact is Aww. is forever, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I really, really mean that, and uh, I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Well, I want to thank you for being the most super amazing, stylish, smart, <laughs> like really strategic, joy-filled, awesome player. Like, I can't <laughs> wait till we actually get to hang out one day and me too. Like, go out and laugh and talk and and just like get to know each other. So I look forward to that big and Thank I you. loved watching your season even though I think you should have lasted a lot long I was devastated I didn't think it was going to be you I did the not, freaking... I honestly did not think it was going to be you when I was like, like jumping up and down the living room like no no this <laughs> wasn't supposed to happen yet the double tribal screwed me you know I had you know whatever yeah. It happens. It happens. <laughs> uh, it happens. <laughs> but seriously, thank you. Thank you. And I really hope, uh, word on the street, you might come to Boston sometime in the next couple months. So yeah, I really want to come see um, Julie and her little and her little Bubba Lily bear. Um, 
So we'll see what happens. It's a lot to fit in, but for sure, <laughs> we'll see. for sure, either here or New Zealand, you know, one of those. So yeah, well, you're <laughs> always welcome. I'm a hundred percent, one hundred percent, like open door policy. If you come, you have a place to stay on Waiheke for at least two nights. Pushing it. (laughs) That's fair. That's totally fair. Uh, That's so nice. Um, Is there anything that you want to like plug or uh, I don't know, anything people should check out or? Um, If anybody feels like looking into something that's really important and and watch what's going on with my wife and her work, um, protect Putiki. Putiki Bay is a bay in New Zealand where they are building a super yacht marina with a floating car park, floating sewage containers and they're building it right on top of little blue penguin habitat and little blue penguins are the smallest penguins in the world and there's about 180 little blue penguins there and so we're doing everything we can to fight that and just say stop (laughs) enough is enough like consumption is done and now protection is what we should all be looking forward to and also I think if you can grow your own garden do it if you can get more self-sustainable, do it. If you can connect with your community, do it. If there's somebody next door that you don't know, go knock on the door and say hi. If there's an elderly person in your neighborhood, go say hi and bake them a cake and just check in on them every once in a while. I think slowing down, building community, growing your own garden, I think that's like the path to all of us really connecting with each other and shifting, shifting the way things are going. I love that so much. Oh, wow. I really feel like that was like over the past, honestly, in the COVID years, I feel like I really have been, yeah, like living in my, living where I live, like a lot more, you know, like the slowing down and like, yeah, yeah, trying to, yeah, having my, my garden's not doing that well this year, but we're going to, we're going to try to revive it this weekend. But um, no, I love that. I think that's an amazing message. Yay. (laughs) yay okay thank you so much amy cusack it happened it happened (laughs) bye bye lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. It is my absolute honor to welcome to The Pride Has Spoken a man, he's a beauty, he's a game changer, the one, the only, Ty Trang. Woo! Oh my God. Hi, 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 Abby. Oh my Hello. God. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hi, hi. Happy Pride, everyone. Um, first of all, a beauty? <laughs> Don't get me started on that again. That was like a, such a weird thing on the boat to get the, suddenly get set on the beauty track. 
But thank you. Happy Pride, everybody. I'm so happy, happy to be on. Happy on, Pride. On, yeah. I mean, yeah, we can totally circle back to the whole beauty thing, but truly you are <laughs> you are very beautiful inside and out. And I'm wow. really, really special, really, really glad that on this Pride I get to talk to you because um, I, I really, 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 truly believe that you're a beautiful human. So, so thank you for being here. Wow. Wow. Thank you for saying that. I'm not sure my mom would agree <laughs> on this else. But uh, yeah, you know, we do what we can. Uh, you know, just uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for such kind word. I'm 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 such an honor to be invited to be to to be to on, on the big one on 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 Rob has a podcast. Oh my god, I'm such a big <laughs> fan. I'm a big fan of all you guys. I'm a big fan of you, and um, I'm so honored to be to to. to you know, to, to be on, on this site, limited edition and special yes. edition. So yay. Yes. Happy yes. Pride and, and everybody out there celebrating. I mean, I would not, I mean, you just make my, you just make my, like, this is like a special five years for me. So thank it's you. A, it's a special pride year for you. How come? Oh, just to be on the because you get to be here. I got to talk to you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, I it is that. it is a special fire. Actually, just coming out of COVID, you know, we we haven't have a, a parade for how many years? I, you know, it's been so long. But uh, yeah, it's uh, everybody coming out. But uh, just be careful, everybody. Yes. When you're indoor, gotta wear your mask. Yes. I, 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 you know, I even uh, go, go, go test it and go, go get your booster, multiple booster. You know, you got to yes. protect yourself and protect everybody else at the same time. Yes. And luckily it's summer now, you know, some good outdoor pride fun. You know, that's, that's. Oh, I'm my God. Yes. 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 Wait, a lot so- of skin. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wait. So, Ty, I have to ask you. So we were texting a little okay. bit uh, in the lead up to this and you were saying how. Um, your husband, Mark, was making you a cocktail. And it just occurred to me, like, so your husband is Mark and Mark the chicken? This came <laughs> first? How did this happen? How did I not think about this ever again before? Oh, oh, my God. That's a question. Everybody keep that. No, of course, <laughs> my husband, Mark, came first, right? I mean, we've been together for, I think, about 10 years before I got to meet the ch- Mark the chicken. But yeah, uh, no, we've been together. But the chicken, but actually people always ask me and, and no, Mark the chicken is named after like Julia, uh, on my season on Karong. Actually, we have three chicken and one of them was named Jeff, one of them named Mark, Burnett, and what's the other one named? Oh shoot, I don't remember. Anyway. So it's uh, Mark Burnett. That's Mark, Mark. Burnett. I had credit that to Julia who did that, but not gotcha. me. But you know, I like all Mark, so gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> he take to me. Yep. Uh, I love it. Well, I love. I really. I'm trying to lead. You know, it's, it's a cocktail. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I know we were talking about earlier, like uh, Bourbonnier, which is my go-to drink, but it's still kind of early. I don't want to be drinking too much. And it just is like uh, comparing soda. It's a light, pretty drink with some bubble. Yeah. I love it. So I'll save, I'll save the raunchy questions for after you drink more of the drink. <laughs> no. It's just light. No, good, good. Um, wait, so I would love to hear, you know, it's Pride. We're all about celebrating love and everything. And I, I would love to hear how you and Mark met, if, if you don't mind. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the question. <laughs> all right. Uh, I will tell you how we met. Um, you ever heard about Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco? No. Okay. It's a, 
Okay, it's uh, it's Folsom Street Fair. It's a um, it's a letter and S and M letter piercing celebrating the King community. Amazing and uh, yeah, it's great. It's gay, straight, bi. Everybody's welcome. You know, all shapes and form. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. Right, they're close to the street, and people literally have sex and and things like that on the street. But it's an adult fair, right? It's been going on for so many years. And then suddenly they start building condo on, and, and, oh, wait, wait, before I, so Folsom is huge, right? And then the local people, local gay community say, hey, this is too, too, uh, too, too big of a crowd. Let's have our little fair called the Outdoor Alley Fair. And that's even more raunchier. That's even more graphic. That's more celebrating people having sex on the street. And I used to do a lot of volunteering. So I would volunteer to try to tell people to tame it down because the city <laughs> trying to shut it down, people build condo. And I was volunteering. Mark just happened to walk by, as he's saying. So he, well, that's where we met. I said, give me my number. Here, here's my number. Call me later. I'm working. Uh-huh. I literally was working, telling people to calm, to calm down. <laughs> yeah, so that's how we met. Oh, and he waited. Amazing. I mean, Mark was so sweet. He got so many numbers. You haven't met Mark. He's a... Uh, Great, I mean, handsome, look, great looking guy. Anyway, yeah, I, mean, I, I he, saw him at the family visit in Game Changers. I know, He's, but that doesn't justify. It just like, doesn't do him justice. Bit. No, 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 no. He's very cool. Um, anyway, that, uh, yeah, so that's how we met. And he called me later. Uh, I love that, that. That's a I story. Love that. now, it's a great thing, though. It's now every, every, uh, some, uh, every Dory Alley fair, that's our anniversary. We still go. Uh, that's so sweet. I love that. I love that. Did it happen already this year or people can find you there coming up? Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. I think the end of July. Nice, nice. Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, people, people just have to look out. No, I, I, I love yes. that. Thank you for sharing that. And like, yeah, I think, you know, it, it's great to hear that story because oh. I feel like so, so much, uh, you know, I just pride is about celebrating as like inclusively and bigly and boldly as possible so i love getting it yeah i mean it, i actually mark was living in santa rosa he was starting to be a nurse and he mm. just he just come down to a beer bus in um in, in the southern market that's a little letter community he's starting to letter i mean no we that's nothing wrong that but he was so sweet he got like a bunch of he walked and he saw the fair he walked and he got a bunch of lists like like 13 lists or something. And I just happened to be the last person. And I waited two weeks for him to call. <laughs> and finally, I called him and said, hey, dude, what happened? Like, And he said, well, um, I was going down the list. And you were <laughs> A the list last of person. phone numbers? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's very sweet. It's amazing. No, it's, it's really, really sweet. fair. We talk about the fairness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love it. And now you've been together. You've been married for ten years. Oh my god! No, we've been to, we've been together fifteen or seventeen years. We we don't want we're too old now. We don't want to think about it. <laughs> no, we got married uh, about three or four years ago. Yeah, amazing. See, I, I'm not very sentimental, but so we married get married on Cinco de Mayo, so we will remember our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We we got a kid kitten when we were together and that's how long how old the cat is is how how long we've been together and we nice. still don't know whether 17 18 or 16 <laughs> we don't know but that's fine you know we, we're set for life i love that i love that 
Man, Ty, I was thinking, I really wanted to have you on because I feel like you have just such a, you know, such a different life story than most survivor players, uh, um, you know, coming from Vietnam and everything. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would love to hear like a little bit about that. And also just, you know, thinking up coming from that background and ultimately getting to the States. Like I was wondering, you know, when in that time, or did you know you were gay or, you know, if that, uh, kind of ha- how that came to be in your life. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yes, actually that's, um, huh. So I was wondering, uh, give the war, Vietnam war. All I know is the war. Like mm-hmm. we hear bombing. I live in Saigon, like little China. I'm Chinese, but I'm from Vietnam. We were this little Chinatown of Vietnam. And we always hear the war, during the war, I, <clears throat> in the sixties. I mean, you're like way, way, way before I, uh, most of your guys time. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we were poor. Like I come from like ten, one of 10 brother and sister. I mean, we have 11 kids. I'm number six. So it's like the oldest the girl, the youngest boy. This is funny. I'm jokingly, but funny, but it's kind of crazy. Oldest girl, youngest boy. The second oldest boy, second youngest girl. And then three girls and three boys. And I'm like little number six. That's how I turn gay. I telling people that that's because that's how I turn gay. But we are such a big family. We were poor, like we were literally poor. Um, for like for like for after the war, or during the war, after the war, we have no food at all. Like for six months, we're eating rice and soy sauce, like literally rice and soy sauce mm-hmm. and bar rice. And then the Vietnam, the the war came over. The war ended nineteen seventy five. <clears throat> I'm giving you a really long version, but no, see, this is amazing. You know, yeah, the war ended in 1975, and I mean, we were taking God. We live in next. That's how I. That's how the chicken story started. Actually, this is the original Mark story. <laughs> Mark the chicken story. That's how it started. We raised. We have to raise our food. We were living like with, including grandmother, with like 14 of us living in the back of tiny little house where we actually have a bunch of chicken, like. That's where we can get eggs, and that's where we get meat. Like once a year, we have once or twice a year, we would slaughter chicken. Or when we go visit holiday, we give people chicken as a present because we can't afford anything else. And I used to be really young. My first job when I was really young was watching chicken laying eggs. The chicken eventually learn that they can eat that egg, so they would pack the egg. So we have to figure out which chicken that eat the egg so we can kill that chicken, eat the chicken wow. so they don't destroy it. Yeah, anyway, don't story, but I fell in love with chicken that we I was and then the war came, I was like uh and war ended in nineteen seventy five, I was like nine years old and then live under communism, which is another story, it's crazy. Like this everything was like the whole country fall apart. And then we went on and by nineteen seventy five People start escape Vietnam by boat. You know, I think I high family have the same similar story. Oh, wow. And then yeah, so we 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 all get on this tiny little boat, it's like two hundred and sixty two people for like twenty six meter boat, like thirty yard boat. Like I was sitting there for like eleven days without food and water. We float in on the open ocean for eleven days. And then so crazy. we found this Indonesian uh, island and we and then we why island we jump up and then we live off the island for a week and then they found us and then they brought us to Indonesia 
And that's how actually that my and and you live on a refugee camp for like a year. Like we were there to do nothing, waiting for as a refugee, we're political refugee from the communist Vietnam communism. And we waited and then like different like United States government would come and say, Hey, you know, my, my dad used to work for the US government as a warehouseman and then so they asked us to so we registered to come that. But but to go to ask you to how I came out, I mean, how yeah. did I realize I was scared? I was, I was like 13 uh, in the refugee camp, but like, <laughs> this is crazy. My first, oh shoot, I, I should say, but my first sexual experience was on the camp with some older guy. And, wow, wow. Yeah, in a toilet. Like, <laughs> wow. you pull, like, you're sitting in an open, like, outhouse in a toilet. Wow. Into ocean, Indonesian ocean. That's what my foot expand. Wow. And then, and, and then, and then, and then I didn't do anything. Like that was the first thing. And I completely shut the whole thing out. Was that something, was that something you were excited about? Or like, that sounds intense also, but like it was. Actually, you know, like as gay person, we always know, right? We always mm-hmm. know, right? People say, how do you know? I said, I just don't, you always know. I just remember when I was really young getting haircut, I was all excited because it was touched by a mm-hmm. man, an older person cutting your hair. That's how I know, like that my first earliest experience, right? But then that, uh, and then the refugee camp was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling, I'm outing this story on the so like, This is not, this is not, this is not what it's supposed to be. I thought it's supposed to be something else. This anyway, I'm outing myself. Anyway, and then the crazy thing is, and we end up in, in America, in California. I went to school and then I went to, uh, and then I went to Italy for a whole year. I live in Italy. And in Italy, I'm, the whole time, I, I did nothing. Right? I was asexual, really asexual. I didn't do anything until, until I, after I graduated from college. And I'm in San Francisco. That's the, where the gay mech is. You know, that's when I start, like, just right after the AIDS uh, epidemic in the 90s. And that's when I moved. And then, anyway, the rest of the story. Anyway, so wow, yeah. wow! Thank you, you for sharing that. all that. Wow, <laughs> this is crazy. You, you should probably edit, cut some of this out. <laughs> if, if you want to, we will. But I'll reciprocate that. My first, uh, my first, like, make out with a girl because I dated men for a long time before I, because I was just always like, this is fine, you know, this is fine. So I'll just do that because that'll be easier, you know. But then one like magical night, I was uh, at a uh, I was at, at like a research course because I'm, I'm you know, I was supposed to be learning about how to uh, how to do research with mice, which I really didn't like. Um, and I'm sure you can yeah. relate uh, as someone that loves animals. Um, and at the end of it, I basically made out with a girl in the bathroom. So bathrooms <laughs> are great places, <laughs> um, you know. Sometimes, sometimes that's, that's the right spot. Oh, it's a you know? safe space. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it happened. You took people, you, you, I mean, for people, just go for it. Right. I mean, yeah. just go for it. I mean, because you might not know what you're missing, you know, like, like, I mean, for me, I really thought like, okay, my life is, this is good enough. But then it really like opened my world, you know? Yeah. I mean, just like I always say, just try it. You can always say no the next time. Right. 
exactly what you're yeah. saying. You never know yeah. what you're going to miss, you, what you've been missing and what's out there. And you're not, well, yeah, open your mind. Yeah. And, and since you since you brought it up, I saw I was looking at your uh, survivor bio and everything. And I saw that uh, that you raise lots of money through Aid Cycle. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. You know how yeah. bum I am this year? I get on day three right now. That literally this week, we are doing it. I, I did that for 13 years straight. And then after Survivor, and then I was signed up, and then COVID hit again. Yeah. And I and this year, I met to sign up, and there's some conflict, and I'm so regretting not going. I'm missing uh, so much. Yeah. Next year. It's, next it's year. A, yeah. Next year, definitely. You guy in California, I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. You, and so you it's, it's a. Are you it's a bike ride that raises money. Is it does it raise money for AIDS research or what? No, it's uh it's sponsored by San Francisco AIDS Foundation and mm-hmm. LA uh LA uh oh god, they're gonna kill me. LA Gay and Lesbian Center. It is it's it's sponsored by the Gay and Lesbian Center, uh, uh San Francisco AIDS Foundation and LA Gay and Lesbian Center. And it's a great event. If you like outdoor, if you like camping, if you're a survivor fan, this yeah. is your event to go, right? So basically, you ride from San Francisco, 545 miles down to Los Angeles, and you camp every night. And yesterday, about like 106 miles. The first, I mean, more, multiple choice. You, you ride for seven days, six or seven days, six or seven days. God, I. I can't think, I, I can't believe I remember. But most of the day, you're like 80, 90 miles. And you ride, you don't have to carry anything. But you do have to sleep in a tent, you know, and everything. It's like a little city, like 3,000 uh, 3, uh, rider, And you raise, minimum you have to raise $3,000, but most of the time you raise 5000 Like this year, the event raised over $15 million. One week, so cool. three thousand people. The whole like, like three, like they have about five, six hundred uh, crew member and three thousand rider, and then they have the whole support. It's very. Um, what do you want to say? Like a, we call it the love bubble, hmm. the love bubble. That uh, it's like what ideal world should be like. Like everybody supported. Like but but you went but you're on a ride on a. I used to train people on a bicycle. Actually, I, I used to be train 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 ride leader. I mean, you still have to ride. I mean, you well, if you're tired uh, or you injure yourself, they'll, they'll bring you back to camp. But but even though 3,000 riders, it's all in your mind. Also, you, you're by yourself. So mm-hmm. a lot of self-discovering, and it's very emotional. A little bit like survival. You're out in the environment the whole day. It's wonderful. So enjoy, uh, come next year. I'm definitely, I'm so bummed I'm not there right now. I'm telling uh, you every day. Yeah. So okay, come well, ride with me, Abby. Yes. Are you bike ride? Yes. Oh my yes, god, I am. I'm be roommate. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I really, I've never, I, I do, I like, I ride my bike for commuting, you know, but I've never done anything yeah, even close to that. Uh, that no, what I used, there used to be a lot of ride like from I think Boston to DC. There used to be a lot of ace ride. Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. It, I'll have to, yeah. I'll have no, to this is the only one that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there might be some smaller ride, but this is a big one. Okay, but and, next you know, year we gotta see California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get yeah, this year. Can... We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man, that's so cool. Um. 
Okay, so I guess we should talk about Survivor a little. You know, we I, I've, yeah. I've grilled. <laughs> um, no, but in general, you know, we were talking, and even before we started recording, about like just how important it is to be visible and you know, uh, yeah. you know, be out there. And I was wondering when you when you applied for Survivor, was that part of the motivation, or did you think about um, did you think about that in relation to Survivor, or was that kind of like? I'm going to go out here and just do survivor and be me. And, you know, that's just part of who I am, you know? I, yeah, I, I, hmm. I, I mean, it's just like my regular daily life too. I, I don't, my gay identity, it's just part of me. If right. I don't wear it, I don't wear it on my sleeve. I don't, I don't, ident- I, I, it's like, it's part of me. It's just like, just like the color of my skin. I don't really, um, I don't really talk about it a lot, but I'm out at work, and mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think on my re, uh, on my video, I trying to remember what I put on my audition. I think, I think my last thing I say on my audition tape was how I mean uh, something about being, you know, I want to be the survivor. I, I want to be a, a gay Asian. 51 year old man to win Survivor. Uh, and I said, that. I'm network goal. I told him <laughs> that. And I got a call back from Jesse pretty soon after that. But I think, I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, every time we see a gay Survivor or somehow somebody mentioned a boyfriend or a girlfriend, we all get all excited and say, oh my God, it's one of us on it. You know, yes. it's like we all rule for them, right? It's very exciting. So, but, 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 you know, or, or any BIPOC people, you know, or, or any, any minority group. I mean, I love the cast, recent cast. It's great. I mean, I'm say we have to be colorful. And then, you know, for me, for when I apply, I just say, you know, I'm just tired. You know, I, I want right. to be somebody, cause I, you don't really see a lot of people like me, like, with, like, you know what's really funny? Because I can't, first time I saw myself on audition, I said, oh, my God, I have such a big accent. But I have no idea that's what I sounds like until right. when I saw it. But so it, I, I want, when I apply, um, actually Mark and I supposedly apply for Amazing Race and we didn't happen. And and um, and um, the, uh, CBS asked me to apply for Survivor. And they, uh, for a while, I say, no, 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 I'm so scared. I'm a big fan, but I'm so scared of the show. But, but it's just to be, I, I didn't want to have, I didn't want to be labeled. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like, but, but, but you can't help it. You know, we are part, we represent, right? Mm-hmm. One, one thing I want to always, one thing my goal was, I want to, will be memorable, you know, on the show, and I want to represent well. Mm-hmm. That that's including the gay and also Asian, like mm-hmm. uh, 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 an Asian man. Yeah, and I think which one is tougher? I mean, it's it's weird because I'm Thai, right? I I never think of. I'm more worried when I get on to the beauty tribe. I'm saying, oh my God, everybody's beautiful. Like, here I am. Like, I'm so out of that loop. Everybody young, I'm, I was become the caretaker of the tribe. And I'm also more worried about, I mean, right off the bat, the first day, we were sitting around, talk about relationship. I said, oh, I'm gay or whatever. And I actually lie about my age. I'm more worried about age. I told me I was 41. I was 51 then. And, yes, right. 21. and then I was a little more worried about, 
being Asian because, you know, than being gay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, but I think because, because that's, I don't know, there's something, uh, I, I'm going to be a little bit bitchy about this, okay? So bear with me. Uh, on my season, and also when I watch other season, like something, uh, to season 41 with Erica, I think when we Asian people, there's something about people, it's, I think it's a subconscious bias. People look, the fan or the player looking at, because uh, I hear comments. Like, when I saw her, I said, she didn't do anything sneaky about it, but people always, that label, sneaky, drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. All my season, when I do stuff, people, oh, we can't trust her. He's sneaky. Or the fan told me, or the people come sneaky. I don't know where that comes from, but right. other people playing uh, a, a white person or somebody else playing, oh, somebody strategizing who's playing games, strategic. But when we try to do something, suddenly become, oh, it's a sneaky person. Totally. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's something. So anyway, now get out my, let yeah, me get no, off no, my I horse. Th- I think that's I think that's so so real and it was something honestly like among my cast since the show we've talked about that that yeah that like yeah why why do these traits get associated with particular people and there's definitely unconscious bias there you know like and I think the sneaky term being applied to the Asian players is is extremely real and unfortunate. Yeah, it, it's really it it bothers it bother some so, bothering me so much and I I didn't like it but mm-hmm. but um. And, and I think original question again. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. But like, it's funny that you brought up, you know, the beauty tribe because I, I earlier in this series I talked to Bryce, um, who was also on, you know, the original beauty tribe on on Kagayan, and it's the same situation where you had a tribe. Uh, yeah. The the beauty tribe was just a basically a bunch of like young, hot, straight white people, and then one like uh, one gay man of color. And it's, you know, and it's pretty pretty glaring to me when I, you know, since I've been doing these interviews and, you know, like you were saying, it doesn't have to be that people don't like you explicitly because you're Asian or don't like you explicitly because you're gay, but just all those things do add up to, you know, people do tend to just go with people that they feel comfortable with, you know, and part of that comfortability is people that you're used to. And like, it's just a lot of things on top of each other that make it so that potentially you're, you know, the odd person out. It, 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 you know, to start it off yeah. with, you know, yeah. Well, with Survivor, it's like it's and you know, you you, it's it's like you want to get. I mean, people want to get any reason. You want to stand out, you know, any reason to, especially in the early before you form alliance, like any reason to get somebody else out, and of course they're gonna get the odd person out always, mm-hmm. and it's just the nature of the game, you know. But but to go back with representation, you know, like we, I mean, we see uh, past player like uh, I, I don't know when, when you see people of our tribe. I mean, everybody have tried, right? Like I see the Asian person, I get mm-hmm. okay, and you really wishing for them. And when you when I'm on it, I want to to not embarrass. I mean, I want to represent well, and and some people, but. I mean, I'm always saying that I am responsible for me only, but mm-hmm. you can't help it. You're representing, you know, and you see other people acting badly or people beating up on old Asian. It's like, no, it's like, it, it's part of your member. So you mm-hmm. want to, you know, 
So mm-hmm. anyway, it's uh, I, I I think being gay be it's a little more. I might get in any trouble. I mean, on uh, on the show, uh, uh, I think it's less, and I have double. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, show. yeah, and, absolutely. And, and but but when I walk, it, the shows are different. But on in my real life, I walk in a room. I own the room. I I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know. I I don't apologize. You know, I own the room. I I when Mark and I walking on the conservative places, we try to hold hand because yeah. I want to show. We want to be visible, right? But on the show itself, it's different. Like mm-hmm. it's like a lot of power you can't control. So, mm-hmm. but you you trying to do you you. I mean, I I think for me, I think people don't see me as gay or Asian. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me in my head. I'm like, oh, okay, that's just time. So which no, is good. I, like, I, I don't yeah. want people to see me as yeah. I know. I think that's a hundred percent right. And I think. Uh, I think that's the cool thing about when they're I think that's why representation on these shows is really important, because, you know, if you just say to someone, OK, picture like an older Asian man or like picture an older Asian gay man, that's like all they can do is maybe think of stereotypes. But then when you say yeah. picture Ty from Survivor, everyone's like, oh, I love that guy. They, You know, like Ty is great, you know, and it really it it gives you that um that like humanization of a story. And can you can actually put a face to it and a name to it. And, um, and I just want to say, you know, yeah, no, please, please. No, no, no. Yeah. I think, but, but that's exactly what it is, right? People, you don't know. This is about, this is the point, this, the, the, the origin of, of, is fear, right? I mean, if you, I mean, gay people are like, that's so, oh, so, I mean, this is classic, right? I don't know gay people, but like, oh, there was somebody say, oh, like, they think gay people are, are they are feminine or they are whatever you know like whatever yeah. stereotyping you want to put label on. But my next door neighbor, the, oh, they they're fine, like right. even though they're gay, right? Like they're fine. That Joe, jo, jo, uh, Tom and Jerry's are fine, but so and so, like people on the parade, but they forgot that's just a party parade. Like they take their extreme, just like just like anything, just like people have fear of people with different race or different culture because they don't know them. But if they're your next door neighbor, you gotta know them. They're just like you and I, like that's the right. problem. That that's what it is. You know, we are different, but deep down we just human beings. You know, we totally. have problem, we have yeah. Totally. So, I think I think that's I think that's so, so, so real. Uh, and I just wanna, you know, wanted to say that, you know, so this series it's it's about like also celebrating like our experiences and I wanna just like say that you know, you, if you were worried about, you know, representation, obviously, you know, I'm not Asian, so I can't, uh, I didn't have the experience of watching you from that lens, but, um, as a gay person watching you go out there and like, just like kill it. Like, you know, you weren't just out there. I mean, you freaking, how many idols did you find over the course of your two games? And like, how many immunities did you win? Um, and I think it was, so I was thinking about it cause I was thinking about, I mean, the first time I watched Korang, I was I was very uh, there's a lot of like masculinity on that season. You know, you have oh, like, yeah. uh, Scott oh and Jason, especially who I'm not trying to say anything about them as people. I only know knew the characters on the show. But, uh, yeah. you know, there's just a lot of like toxicness there. Um, but then there's you who uh, I just feel like presents a type of masculinity where, you know, you're doing all the things that are like the stereotypical masculine things you're 
finding idols, you're winning immunities, you're the provider, you know, but doing it in this just such a different way. And with such a like, gentleness and lovability that like, I don't know, it just I, I it, it's honestly very inspiring for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I've been thinking about my own, you know, masculine elements. And uh, I was thinking like, that's the type of masculinity ties masculinity is something that I honestly could like aspire to and, and relate with. So <laughs> oh, thank you. You're so kind. No, Todd, Scott and Jason, they're wonderful people. I think yeah, it's, I'm like, sure. it's, it's, it's the game. And, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I, I mean, I've been thinking about what happened with me and Scott too. So, but it's a game, you know, yeah, totally. I, I, not, nobody tell me what to do. Totally. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I think that's exactly. another cool thing. I mean, I think, you know, you, you, show up as so like, uh, like gentle or something like that. But then, uh, there's moments of conflict, you know, with like Scott in the show or like Brad later. And I feel like it was really cool to see you also stand up for yourself and like, not in a aggressive way, just like standing your ground way. Um, and I just, I just think you're really inspiring, honestly. And I think, uh, I think it's cool to see someone like you on TV, really. Well, thank you. I mean, I think everybody should remember that, especially on Survivor. You also a vote, you know, right? Yep. Don't forget, you know, you wanna you wanna leave, uh, you wanna leave the show on your term. Feel like you're in control of your own destiny. So yep. that's also in, in life too. You know, um, don't don't let anybody tell you what to do. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. And did did uh. I mean, I'm sure were people, did people reach out to you after the show and tell you like, uh, was the reception, were you, were you people happy? Were you happy with the reception from the show? Um, do uh, you feel like, yeah. Oh my God. I, <laughs> you know, I, I work as a gardener, right? I, right. I, 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 yeah. For, so I work outside for the city, uh, for the, uh, for Sydney, Sydney County, San Francisco. So along the waterfront. So I work outside and, even the first episode, uh, people recognize me. I look exactly like outside <laughs> show. So, but I, 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 yeah, no, I'm, even to this day, I got recognized so three or four times a week at least. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in Yosemite hiking on a middle, like hiking up this waterfall and people recognize. It's crazy. I, I know it's, but, but you know what's really cool thing? Like Survivor is such an international and show. Like people from all over the world, people recognizing people, kids. I mean, a kid love me for some reason. <laughs> I think I keep thinking because I'm odd, because I'm so different than everybody else. I'm, a, I'm like the, the oddball and maybe I don't know. I think that, yeah, kids love me and I, I, that, that, that wonderful. Um, yeah. Um, and I love it. And like, what a what an amazing role model, you know, like, I, I really feel like that, you know, what you presented on the show of, you know, caring for all the like animals and all the living things. And like, I just I, I just you're very beautiful. <laughs> well, well, no, no, thank you. I'm still <laughs> you just say that just remind me because I was looking for an fun. I know that's a gift of me, like pulling out like like telling yeah. me like people are like I'm pulling out tree because no freaking tree like production just plant them like to right. stopping us and then I, every single tree I pull out and we plant it 
Yeah, so just for the record, I want to yeah. be. I keep telling people, no, don't look at that. I did. No, I, uh, I yeah. watched. The, I watched that first episode again <laughs> right before this, and I and I noticed that that you you planted them, and you also said, "Sorry, tree. I'm just. I'm looking for it. You were talking. You made this sure the tree knew it wasn't the tree's fault." <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, um, I I don't know. We we I think we just. You just need to wear, you know, with, with climate change and, and all this thing. I mean, just just um, to be aware of your place, uh, 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 of your place in the world, you know. Um, we because we human being, we use a lot of um, uh, we have a lot of power, it seems like, and we we tap out the resource. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be in really 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 big trouble to say this. But we always ask, I mean, I always ask people, like, if you have, uh, if you snap your finger, right, if all the human beings in this world disappear, would you do it? Whoa. I'm asking you, Abby. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying that obviously, yeah. I mean, for the world, I guess that's good, right? I mean, we really yeah. are... I, yeah, but but I, I I just I can't I also can't like I just I love so many people in the world you know yes, so it's yeah, that's yeah, it's hard so you would oh my god in a heartbeat like <laughs> I think uh, it's um oh yeah oh my god God uh a Buddha <laughs> give me that power I would snap a finger all human beings would be gone because I think we do, I mean the the world just exists fine without us mm-hmm. I mean quite a lot well definitely a lot better. We do too many destructions, um, you know, just, just, to, just, I mean, it's dep- actually really depressing to see all this plastic, you know, in the ocean, you know, and the, the turtle uh, eating it, thinking it's jellyfish. And then, you know, it's just depressing, but I, I, I don't know. I'm, I just feel bad for, so, I mean, so do, do everybody do what uh, I'm, now it sounds I'm going to be preaching. <laughs> this is it's terrible. good. It's I, good. I, I think, I think well, we just do our part. Don't use plastic anymore. Whatever plastic you have at home, reuse it. Reuse. Keep reusing. You know it's really upsetting? Like, I work at the park, right? I see people bring, buy lunch. That's fine. You buy lunch. But the packaging is crazy. There's right. a plastic bag. Put your sandwich box in there. Inside the sandwich are a salad and there's a fork. And there's a little dressing side dressing. There's so many freaking packaging. It depresses me, you yeah. know. And also say, yeah, it, it's just not good. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just pack your own lunch and then save your money and go on a trip or something. Or, or just be just be aware. Actually, you can do that. Just be aware of it because those plastic never disappear, you know. Uh, it's so true. It's so true. And uh, no, I am glad that you're talking about this. And like, I think. <sighs> yeah, I mean the the world is kind of no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I mean, it should not go this bad. me out a little because I mean the world. Oh is, no, no, <laughs> the world is bad. The world well, is bad. Yeah. But 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 I mean I think there's all the things that we can do to yeah yes. you know to yeah make the world better and to add less waste and you know do what we can. And I do think also like. I think that love is a really powerful thing. And I think that human love is like one of the most special, like is, is to me the most special thing in the world. So, I mean, but not an exclusion of all other species, but I just, Just, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Sorry. I did. Just be kind. Just be yeah. Kind. I mean, everybody you encounter, trying to make it. Oh my God. Uh, this this part now. I'm now going down down the like. I'm just saying, just make people days better. That, yeah. That that you feel better. But yeah. um, God, this is so sorry. But that's how I live. But I didn't want. I didn't mean to be preachy. You can cut off. No, and no. Feel free to edit any. You in control this podcast, right? You're the host, so do whatever no. you need to do. Hell no, hell uh, no. Because well, honestly, let's get back to the game. Huh? <laughs> okay, okay. We'll get back to Survivor, but it's so important. And I think you know, Survivor takes yeah. us to all these, uh, you know, exotic locations and things, and it's really important oh, to you know yeah. protect those places and everything. So I'm, I'm, oh my I'm God. very glad you bring that up. Yeah, um, yeah, we were in Fiji and uh, we were looking for a giant clam. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we like, and they say, oh, we can't, we don't see that anymore. Because we, I was in Kalong, we found a lot of big giant clam. So this, and you know, like we have to eat the soft protein. And Fiji, they say, oh, there's no, at one point, I don't know, somehow we find out that might be after the show, but because it's like so depleted for some reason. Maybe the warming, the acidity of the ocean, not the warming of the ocean, but they're not there anymore. So it's depressing. All right. Uh, Go okay. to celebration. Okay, <laughs> okay. If you don't mind me asking about one sort of depressing thing from... Uh, yes, yes. Go for it. Okay, well, so I, I really wanted to ask you, so obviously you were at the Tribal Council where Jeff Varner outed Zeke um, as trans. Oh, yeah. Um, and so when I watched that episode, I knew that that was going to happen, but I had never, I hadn't seen it yet. Um, and, you know, obviously it was incredibly horrible um, what happened. And I think one of the only, one of the good parts about the scene was just how strongly everyone else in the tribe, including you, just like immediately was like, this is wrong. This is not okay. Um, and I think I, I remember really distinctly you saying, you know, like, you can't decide when someone else comes out. Like, that's not for you to say. Um, and I just kind of wondered, you know, you know, you're coming to that as a gay person and kind of, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't exactly have a question there, but uh, I, I was glad that you were there and that your voice was there for that moment, yeah. you know? No, I mean, especially Gap Farner as a gay person, he should right. know better. I don't think anybody have the right to out anybody at all, because you have no idea what everybody's situation is. I mean, it's great. I mean, unless, I'm going to qualify it, unless somebody's doing evil, like if a politician, a gay politician in the class and passing policy against a gay policy, then yeah, I'll be the first one to out them. But as far as outing people, no, we don't know their situation is. And even if we do, is that individual right, that person come out when they come out. Yeah. And and I I, I actually people say uh especially kid, because I don't want a kid to be out and get kicked out on the street. Mm-hmm. You come out when you become adult. Don't out I mean kids should not unless you have a safe place to go to, don't don't come out and live on the street. That's the worst situation, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my view. So No, I think yeah. that's that's so right. And I think you know, for people that are listening to this, I think, yeah, there is such an emphasis on like coming out is, you know, and it is yeah. such an amazing no. thing. And like, like you're saying, it's if you are not in a place where it's safe for whatever reason to do that, like 
know you are valid and you are wonderful. And, you know, the time will come hopefully when you can live that way. But like, yeah, it's, it's not for everybody every moment to come out. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Like, unless it's not really not safe situation or you have an adult you can go to, Mm -hmm. but you know, so don't, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, uh, with with that situation, I mean, I was so angry at Varner. Like, he should know better. Like, he really should know better. Actually, I didn't even know Zeke was trans. I mean, she was, um, uh, no, he's not trans. Uh, what's it called? Uh, he's transitioned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know. I thought, it, it, I mean, it, it's funny you say that because at one point we just said, hey, the three gay person are this I know. Child. Let's I know, have a gay that. alliance. Yeah. Right? Let's have a gay alliance. I, I'm not sure I brought it up to Zeke or, or Bonner, but I say, but this I could say, you know, there's, there's gay people. I mean, we are just like anybody else, right? That we got like, we put label, we identify as gay. Uh, the African American like identify black. You have a black alliance, or so yeah, it's it. The game is big. I mean, it's it's really it's we are individual. I mean, we put label ourselves, but we are individual. Like I, you're a gay person. I, it's funny because at one point I tell Zeke, I say, God, you're gay and I'm gay. Why? How come we don't have that chemistry? I said, Why can't we be funny? <laughs> I literally told Zeke that at one point. I, I do not know. You, you wanted to have a, a showmance with Zeke? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just be buddy, you know. I thought, hey, let's just have a let's let's have a cool buddy. You know, let yeah, let's hang out. You know, it's totally because when um, you you know when when you're gay, when you suddenly you find another person, you walk in a room, you see another person gay, your guards are down. I mean, we belong. Like, you know you could be safe with this person. You can say anything you want. Like, it's the same situation in physique. Like, totally. I felt like that. But, yeah, so that's what I meant. But, you know, you, you're in a safe space with that person. Totally. Right? And, so. and as you were saying, like, coming from an experience on your first season where you came into a tribe where you were the only gay person, the only Asian person on your tribe, like, yeah, it must have felt so cool to, like, have a moment where, you know, you weren't the only one for a little, you know. Yeah, yeah. For but but the men then is is but the game survivor is so big. It's it's it's, it's the game. Like yep. it's just like it depends on how you connect with the other person. Your alliance. It's not because based on color of the skin, based on anything. It's basically individual. That just like in life, you know. Like people say, how come you don't hang out with that Asian? Because I I say, well, we don't have much in common, right? It's our life experience in common. Uh, just, just how we draw to who we draw to. Sometimes you can't explain, right? Totally, yeah. totally, a hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and um, yeah. Anyway, that 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 was. Uh, but but the good thing come out that whole Zeke situation. I mean, that with CBS out. I mean, so they did an amazing job, and I think brings the conversation mm-hmm. into the open for people. So I think bring awareness. And that's good thing. One thing, I'm, I mean, terrible for Zeke. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure how he feel about that thing, but I think they just at least have to come from, I mean, survivors, we, I mean, we are cross-spectrum of society and things happen on a show, happen, happen in real life. And now we have a platform to have a conversation. 
Totally, totally. And if you're listening to this podcast now, the we we got to interview Zeke, um, and that'll be on the episode that comes out right before this one. Um, so oh, people, right. people okay. will have the chance to hear from him. And yeah, yeah, I think basically what he said was along the lines of, it's good that it exists as a thing that you can watch, like, you know, that this, this moment happened and then the awareness got to happen, but it was really bad for him. And it's like yeah. not worth the individual cost. But, you know, the fact that it does exist can have some positives also. I guess. Oh, I'm so sorry. I did not. I'm so no, no, I'm not trying that for for him. I, I didn't make want to make light of it. Yeah. No, no, no. I yeah. think I it's, think it's you're terrible. saying the same thing. I think I think what you're saying is the same. Is the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard. Yeah, I heard your your first one with Bryce. And yeah, then, yeah. And you I mentioned Zeke the, the the next one. Else. So I can't wait to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's the best. Um. So speaking of people that you do have chemistry with, um, I, one of my favorite <laughs> moments, um, like I, I tr- like, I think probably my favorite genre of all TV is survivor family visits with, uh, like with queer loved ones. Um, and uh, when Mark came out, like I, I rewatched this yesterday. It, it's <laughs> so sweet and beautiful and like, First of all, you two are a gorgeous couple and the things he said about you were just so sweet and loving. And uh, I just, you know, I'm just very happy that we got to see that. And, uh, you know, was that was that was that moment uh, as amazing as as it seemed? Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, yeah. It, it, you know, when you're on, on the show, I, that it becomes so fragile your whole emotion you can't trust anybody and your loved one visit which is so such a big deal right and and um it's uh yeah it's uh <laughs> i just remember his stumble on his hit marketing wet flip-flop too much i tell him if you're on the show you gotta wear flip-flop and wear a shirt and you want you to look really, really cute and he said he looks so dark he's, he's really and uh, anyway and uh i just yeah, it's um, but but the funny thing is, I, I think I might be wrong. I think that was her first gay kiss. I th- I think it might have been. I think it might have been. I uh, yeah, I yeah. was talking with that's with. The first uh, kiss. That's so cool. I remember. I remember noticing because I was talking with Amy Cusack, uh, who is will be in this episode with you, and she said they deleted her kiss with her girlfriend um, oh, in, no. back in season uh, nine. But and then I watched your film visit, and they show that kiss, and it's they very sweet. That, I know it's so yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it, it was good that 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 yeah. I'm I'm so happy that that we did that. And but the funny thing is, this is crazy. I'm not, I, I'm actually not really out to my family. Oh, wow. After like, after like 12 years or whatever, we've been together. That's how crazy. Well, you know, in Asian family, we have like an understanding. Like we mm-hmm. know, Mark is always the, the roommate. Like when I go visit my mom, my mom always says, like, oh, where's your roommate? And Mark, my mom loved Mark. Mark's a nurse right now, right? So he, she's always asking about all the house stuff. But yeah, um, but, but. After that show, you know, so the people, are the relatives suddenly contacting my mom far away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Suddenly, I'm out. My mom, no. They no, but we don't really talk. I'm I'm, I'm kind of a private person. You know, I'm I'm not. We don't talk. And 
about feeling. It's very typical with Chinese, Asian, well, my family anyway, very typical. We don't talk about feeling. We don't talk about any of that. But that, like, put suddenly, even up to this day, we don't really, I, I don't think my mom know I'm married. This is crazy. There weren't even the, the wedding. Or we just went to City Hall just to file paper. Um, but it's kind of sweet because she, she know who he is, you know, but, but all now, suddenly all the families, uh, uh, everybody know, and now I'm out, which is great. Uh, yeah, it's, but I still don't talk about it. But the, the crazy thing, I, uh, I don't know, it's just me. I don't, I'm out at work, you know, I'm out on the street. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't talk about feeling with my, I mean, I, and anyway, but when we're in some conservative place, we always make sure people know we gay. We hold hands, we gay couple, we, we mixed couple, we, you know, I want to be there. I want to be, yeah. So it's important. Yeah, you know? yeah no, it really, and, and I also have to say, uh, you and Mark are also represent what me and my partner are of the the tall short representation of a big big height disparity in the couple. Oh, really? yeah. Oh, so, so I, I like yeah, saying that also. Yeah, yeah. What what's your partner's name? My partner's Carmel. She's about she's like five ten, and I'm five okay. two. So yeah, we've got you five. Oh my god, you five two. I'm small. I'm, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, you look so much taller. <laughs> I thought you were five. I'm. Yeah. Uh, five six. I'm five three and three quarter. And, and how Mark tall is Mark? Is, Mark's five ten. Yeah. So yeah, I, pretty similar. Five, yeah. Five eleven. Yeah, yeah, we're similar. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but, we, we got the that the tall hotties. I know. So, you know yeah. People look at us on the street. People, people. He's turned head. People always look at him, he's, especially in the cast show. Yeah. He's good. You don't know him, but I, I I'm gonna out him. Uh, he, you know, he used to be a self star. He used to be on one. Uh, what is it? Uh, one life to live. On, on a soap opera, show for, really? Yeah, he was an actor for a while. In, wow, in, yeah, for three years yeah. on the show. He has the look, yeah, and he was so, so like the way he spoke. Like it, it really felt like he. Yeah, it makes sense. Like he had a camera yeah. presence on there. <laughs> and you called him the love of your life. It was just very. I, oh I love my it. god! So very sweet. Yeah, good. Very well, I'm glad. I, I, well, let's. Yeah. Let, well, let's I feel let's, you completely. Let's more, yeah, good. Well. Let's let's have more 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 um, LGBTQ uh, uh, family out there. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. It's going to happen. I mean, there's more and more. There's how I many we have this season for three, there right? Five, three like yeah, five, five, five? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is good. and I so I hadn't put it together that high also. Uh, yes, came, his family came from Vietnam, and he's also gay. Gay, you know how did how did that feel yeah. to see that? Uh, Come after you on the show, you know. I, uh, yeah, I feel. T- uh, if, hi, you're listening. I feel terrible. I should reach out to him to you. <laughs> you're doing it now. Like, you're doing it now. Okay. <laughs> let's let let's meet up sometime because I think we have similar. I, I I don't know specifically. Yeah, I think he is from Vietnam, and he's his family is not far from uh, my family. We come from all my my my, my mom's country side family is way at the bottom. I mm. think. But yeah, I I'm, I'm sorry. I I feel I, I was a little bit out. Um, anyway, long story. But I I should be reaching out to 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 people uh, to all the the new player a little bit more. I'm a little bit social media shy. I don't do anything, so as you can tell. But uh, yeah. but this 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 might get me excited and might help <laughs> me to do more. 
So thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, of course, but, um, of, so course of course, of course. And meet. yes, and I hope that we get to meet uh, in life one day. And that uh, you know, I, I really, I'm, really. Oh, sorry. No, I think I want to see you. I just signed. Up, I mean, are you gonna be on Hearts Reality? Yes, I am. I am signed up for Hearts of Reality. Uh, so I just that? signed up yesterday. Yes, yeah, I want to be there amazing. too. So we're gonna meet. Um, uh, amazing. Yeah. Are you so, gonna bring? Are you gonna bring the the hunk with you? Bring Mr. Mark? Oh, uh, Mark? No, I think he's working. So okay, uh, well, he yeah, we don't he didn't have much time. No, I'll, I'll come by myself. So so I'll hang out. Yeah, um, I can't. I can't wait for that. And I really appreciate you so much, like doing this interview and just being so open. And uh, you know, I I just think like like you said, I think yeah. The I really just think the more that we share our stories and put ourselves out there for people like us, where you know it is safe to talk, you know, on this platform and everything like that, like it has a lot of good. And I know that there's people that are listening to this that aren't in those situations in their life. And I just hope that, you know, anyone listening to this, like it really does get better. Um, and I just really hope that, you know, life is long and, uh, you never know, you know, from where you start to where you end up. And I just hope that everyone out there, like no matter where you are in that journey, uh, that you just have the happiest pride and, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well say, well say, I think it is, it is. There's a lot of people out there, and you'd be amazed. Just open yourself up and ask for help, or open yourself up for 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 the support, and just 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 uh, and just enjoy pie, everybody, and you know however you do it from yes. your own home or just small circle of friend. There's a lot of people out there, and I think I think it's. Um, uh, I think we we we're gonna be. I think, I mean, just think how far we we, we got, you know, for a few years. So yes, and don't so, use plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, just reuse, reuse, reuse. reuse. Yeah. Reuse. Okay. Thank you again so much for being here, Ty. Um, is there anything um, that you want to plug or promote or anything that you care about and you want to make sure people know? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to me, uh, and uh, right now, and you're listening to the IHAP Rob Head of the Podcast, I know if you're a fan of Survivor, you have to get the new Survivor book, 48th anniversary commemorative book. Um, it just crazily like everything you ever want to know about Survivor, okay? Like the whole production challenge and of course all the interview and with Jeff, of course Jeff and Sia, you know, she talked about how, you know, me. How you <laughs> got the first money. Sia money? Yes. yes. Oh my God. And start the tradition is so beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, not just that. Um, um, so, but just the book alone, like they go to season to season and it bring out all the highlight, all your favorite going to be on it. If you're a big fan, you're going to see so it bring you right back to the season. All right. And, and t- talk about all the staff who's winning and crazy thing are happening that season. Like you have to get this book. It's only $12.99. All right. You can oh, wow. just skip out to your cafe latte or to a cappuccino in the morning. Make yourself a cup of coffee at home. Save your money. $12.99. Get this. And I cannot wait until the fall. I think that the hot copy is going to come out in the fall when season 33, uh, 43 is coming out. 
Uh, everybody in my life is going to get that for for um, for the Christmas. You know why? Because I'm also in it, right? <laughs> I think I'm, I'm plugging something. No, so it's yeah. not, not not because I'm in it. But Wait, so, uh, so what and, what is what is your part of it? Is it there's an interview with you or something? Yeah, one of the pages that there's um, in, of course, when I look to, I'm looking for everything about me. So of I, course. I'm in a few pictures. Mark Chicken, of course, Mark Chicken's in it. And uh, I, I think on my page, our, our season, our current season, um, I'm up here with uh, Aubrey and we talk about each other. And then, uh, yeah, it just, it, it's just crazy. Like uh, a lot of tips. And you know, the Rob, I mean, uh, Rob and Steven Fishback, of course, the no doubt guy. Of course they're in it. They're commentating on everything. I think, and, and congratulations to Cynthia Wang. She's the one I think did author interview. She, she interviewed me. So I think she did author writing it, and the rest of the team, whoever put it, is just crazy. Like they wouldn't go to the pop, like how to make like all the beautiful, like the set and the, the all the, uh, the challenge and, and, and the tribal set. It just, it just, like everything, even you're not a survivor fan, just, watching this whole thing, how this whole thing come together. That's why it's like the greatest show. Like I'm not just hugging the show, but it just because I'm it just crazy beautiful. Everybody go get it. Okay, that's one thing. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. You got your copy yet, Emmy? No, no, I don't oh have my one God. yet. What are you what waiting I for? I don't know. I was waiting for and you to tell me to do it. <laughs> All right, I'm telling you to do it. I'm gonna send you a copy of it. Oh my if god! If I can no, somehow I'll get, do it, so <laughs> I'll, I'll get one. I'll get one. But that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. I can't oh, well, wait your to season see it. in it. Um, I think even though it's ended season forty, but season forty-one is in it. It's oh really? It. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, now that I know that forty-one's now, yeah, in yes. it, now I'll get one. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. And uh, what else? Oh, I want to. Can I put something else too? Of course, please, please. All right. All right. Whatever uh, you want. You know, all right, uh, so since I have the floor, I'm a beekeeper, right? You guys, a lot of people know I've been doing bee for 15 years ago, 15, 17 years ago. I don't know why. Um, anyway, I want, uh, you know, bees are really, honeybees are important. Like one third, um, two third of our food is all, like everything you eat, two third of the food you eat is coming from, have to visit by a pollinator, most likely a honeybee, if not some other native pollinator, like, like strawberry, watermelon, you know, almond, anything you can think of is visited by honeybee. And recently we have a lot of trouble with pesticide, stress and disease. So honeybees are in trouble. So, what, what, and then, you know, I don't, well, a third of the food we eat is like from grain, like corn and wheat and rice. And you can't just eat that. You want to eat the fruit too. So with those, uh, the, the grain don't need to be pollinated by bees. So, but, but bees are really important. And so I want, if you guys can, you, I would like for everybody to, who listen to this, you grow something, grow some pollinated, bee friendly plant. Like Google bee friendly plant or pollinated plant in your region, right? I guarantee you guys got so many visited by butterfly, hummingbird, bees, and there's a lot of native bees too. So we need to create habitat for bees. So that's, that's another part, right? That's so, so awesome. I'm so glad you brought that up. Wait, so what are the, is it basically things with like really big flowers or like colorful flowers or what, what no, are the no, good things? No. Well, I mean, most flowers have nectar, uh, mm-hmm. have nectar to attract the bee. Different, different flowers attract different, um, no, no, not necessarily beautiful flower. Like even like a lot of weed. That you huh. think that we like, there's so anything, anything, 
pretty much all flowers are visited by bees. And so whatever you want to grow something native in your area or something will do well or something will create, if you can grow something, why not grow, grow something that also beautiful and create habitat for, for the butterfly to hummingbird? I mean, why not, right? Instead of just growing, like, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? I mean, totally. yeah. I feel like I feel like most people. I feel like a lot of people have been doing gardens and stuff since COVID, and probably most people just don't think about this at all. So that's amazing to get yeah. uh, advice from from someone who really knows. That's awesome. Well, not, not just that. Well, that, and also, if you're going to grow something, why not grow vegetable too? Right? It's really you don't need a lot of plot. I mean, I think you're you're cook, right? I read through your bio. Yes, uh, maybe right. You yeah, love yes. to cook, right? That's another that's another thing I want to plot, right? And you don't need a lot of area to start start with little little uh, pot to grow some herbs like grow your grow your basil. It's amazing to cook with fresh herbs, but it doesn't take a lot of room to grow your lettuce or uh, your mixture of lettuce mix. I mean, yeah, just if you have a little start small. When you yeah. start small and start growing, oh, I need more room and to start from there. But I want people to also cook. Right. I, I, okay. I love cooking. Right. I cook every night. Right. And so, I mean, so you, right? Every, right. You I do. For, I yeah, do. Yeah. I'm a big for, cook. Cook for your girl. Yeah. I mean, it's it's cooking is very relaxing. It, I think a lot of people don't. I grew up with ten brothers and sisters, so we always cook for everybody, right? And cooking is relaxing for me, right? And then also save you a lot of money. Right, you don't. I mean, I'm not saying like not to support the restaurant. We really restaurant with COVID time, restaurant business really need our help to, um, you know, support them. But a lot of time, you know, going out take a lot of time and effort. So cook at home, and and if you like spaghetti, be obsessive. This is what I want people to do, right? If you like pizza, about spaghetti, be obsessed about that and be the expert. It just be really good at it, right? And then, like, when you, when you, people will go to you for your spaghetti dinner, right? Or people go to you because you're a pizza guy or whatever, or you're a barbecue guy, right? What's your specialty? What do you like to cook, Eddie? Well, I, what, yeah, what, I cook what, a lot of stuff, to? but uh, I cook a lot of, like, I, I do a lot of, like, you know, like a salmon with a lot of stuff. Like, I like to do, uh-huh. like, a protein and then, like, a lot of veggies around it is my, like, main thing. Yeah. But, I love nice. a pasta and you could cook. I mean, I had, I, my garden's not doing that well this year, but in the past I've had tomatoes, I've had basil. You can do mm-hmm. the whole thing homegrown. I love it. it. It's amazing. It doesn't take that much. And then if you also like one last thing I plug and I'll say goodbye. I take so way too much. And if you don't like to cook, if you like, if you're a hiker, be a forager. Like, oh, I yes. So much stuff. Like, stinging nettle was my favorite. Have you eaten stinging nettle? Wild no, stinging nettle? no. Oh, my God. Well, that, that's a plant that you walk by and you touch it on your leg and you wear short and it'll sting you. Like, it's like a sharp sting. But that's the most, I mean, but when you pluck it, you wear glove and pluck the tip part and you cook it. It's the most highest nutritious to do. Like, I'm huh. vegetarian, right? There's the highest protein, the highest nutritious. Uh, uh, nutritious uh, wild green that you can get, and you can get the wild. Uh, so that's my favorite. And also like wild. Uh, I, I think you should have wild radish. Like we have like a weed like in the park that like, you you eat the the tip part when the flowers are coming out before it be like, bloom. Eat that. That's like broccolini a hundred times better. Yummy. It's like that's my yeah. So you don't want to come. You want to go vegetable. Go forage. Like go go look for the wild apple or 
Uh, you know, look for a uh, wild lemon tree that people know. And people are crazy. People grow stuff and people don't pick and let it drop and then go to the grocery store and buy stuff. It's crazy. Like, anyway, I'm being, now become judgmental. <laughs> but free food, you guys, go. You don't have, I guarantee you that wild food is going to taste so, so, so much better. Like, you, just, you like pasta? Uh, wild radish with a little olive oil and then toss the pasta in there is the best. I love it's it. And it's good for the planet and survivor practice, you know? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 You know, on my season, we were looking for, we saw like, like the pea, the wild, I'm not sure, it might be on, um, you can saw it too. It's a like little pea, like wild oh my pea. Gosh. Like green pea, like grow, like we ate the green, we ate the pot itself. Yeah, I mean, wow, we did not yeah. have that. I will have to say, but we. I think you have it. Yeah, really? Maybe we got Sand Beach, right? Well, the thing is, pretty much no one knew what anything was except for Nasir, yeah. and he found all the foods. So you get okay. talk to Nasir. Wow. You guys, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you only need one person. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ty, and I really appreciate you. Just like coming here and being so like sharing your story and yourself. And I think these are amazing messages. Um, both everything you said about um, representation and all these important things about protecting our planet. So everybody out there, happy pride and save the bees, plant pollinators, get the survivor book and yes. forage and get your own food and, uh, <laughs> the world will be a better place honestly it's all it's wow. the least we yeah can well thank you for having me and uh wow yeah thank you i, I had so much fun and uh i really appreciate you inviting me on the show and uh, and uh happy pride everybody and yeah do whatever Amy just told you to do right <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank take you care so everybody much, we'll see you guys soon take care bye-bye Bye, Ty. Bye. All right, everybody. It's Matt Scott back. And weren't those phenomenal conversations? Amy is really incredible. And I love how she just kind of shared her story and experience. And also just this fact that she hadn't thought about what her representation would look like before going out on the show. And that she didn't necessarily have conversations with Scout about being LGBTQ together. Um, it really shows how dynamic these things are and how dynamic each of us are in our identities that we're not only um, queerness, we're not only our gender or our race or whatever it might be. We are so many things. And that's something that also came across in the conversation with Ty, where he talks about being an Asian man, but being a, a gay Asian man and all these other pieces of who he is. And I think it's an important reminder that as we have this series, we're not only talking um, just with queer people, but with people who have these dynamic experiences that have often gone unheard. I know I've always been really passionate about hearing from people who we often don't hear from. One, because it's more interesting, but two, because those are the voices that need to be amplified. And this conversation, these conversations with Amy and Ty have really helped do that. And I hope that you're able to walk away with something out of the conversations. And if you are, I would encourage you to use hashtag the pride has spoken along with hashtag RHAP hashtag survivor on social media to spread the word. If you are a 
queer community member, an LGBTQ plus community member, let us know what it is from these conversations that really jumped out or resonated with you. Um, and if you are not, you could do the same thing using the hashtag. Let us know. Um, you could tweet me at Matt Scott GW. You could tweet my co-host Grace at Hi From Grace. You could tweet um, the wonderful host of this series of these conversations, Evie Jagoda at Evie Jagoda. And let us know what you're thinking because that's really what matters at the end of the day. This isn't just about the survivor players. This isn't just about me and Grace as podcasters, but this is about all of us as a community, really pushing forward the role that we could all have, whether it's as allies or as queer people or as survivor players or as fans, we're all in this together. And that's one of the things I love about this series. So I hope that you will tune in next week as we dive in even more, as we continue to to talk about these issues. We have something special coming up next week, so I won't spoil it much, but um, thank you for so much for being part of the pride has spoken this month. And again, you can go to Rob has slash pride shirt to get yourself a, the pride has spoken t-shirt, but thanks again, everyone. And um, the last thing I want to plug is a conversation that I had with Grace Leader, one of the hosts of this podcast, who you've heard from in the last couple of weeks. Grace was a guest on Pod Friends, my podcast here on RHAP, interviewing people from the community and talks about her experiences, her story, and hope that you will take time to check it out. Thanks everyone again for your time and looking forward to having you on board again next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.